Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here and joining me. I'm so excited to be able to bring you guys content every single week that inspires you and makes you excited to grow your nutrition business. So this week we are digging into a really juicy topic all about mindset blocks and what is sabotaging your success. I'm really excited to talk about this one because I know that all of us, and honestly all of us, deal with self-sabotage and these mindset blocks that come up and actually block us from having success. Um, I know that this happens to me in my business, even being five years in at a different level, different, different mindset blocks come up now. Maybe not the same ones that happened when I started out, but they do come up. And I know this is happening to you guys because I hear this time and time again from my coaching clients, my group program clients. I hear from you guys on Instagram and Facebook and in my private group. Um, Basically, everywhere I am online, you guys are reaching out to me and telling me that you have certain things going on in your mindset that are blocking you from having success. It's okay. This is honestly human nature. We do a lot of this in our own life where we block ourselves from maybe having the perfect relationship or the perfect job or the finances that we want. So it makes sense that we're going to probably come up with obstacles to stop us from having the business that we desire. We're honestly doing this to protect ourselves because sometimes we can be scared of success or there's lots of other reasons why we don't feel like we deserve to be successful. So our body's really doing this and our mind's doing this to protect ourselves. But what we need to realize is that it's not really serving us anymore. It's not serving us to carry around these stories and it's not serving us or our potential clients to let these things get in our way from actually running our business. So I want to dig into these five mindset blocks with you guys today and go a little bit deeper um, and explore some of these topics because I know that you're you're dealing with these things and I know that you can get stuck in these areas. And I really want to use today's episode to help you shift that place of feeling stuck or blocked and shift into a place where you feel empowered and you feel like these things are no longer holding you back from actually um, moving forward with your business or moving forward in your life. So Let's dig right in. The first mindset block that I hear all of the time, I'm talking, this is the number one thing that people say to me over and over and over, um, and I'm not sure if you can relate to this, but this is that I don't know enough. I hear people say, I don't know enough all the time. You know, well, how can I work with clients when I'm not an expert on this, or I'm not an authority, or I need to take another course to learn more, or I need to take a training, or um, I need to up-level in this area. We come up with so many reasons and excuses why we don't know enough about something that we stop ourselves from even trying. So when you hear yourself saying, I don't know enough, um, I can't start my business until I take X chorus, I want you to do one of two things. Number one, I want you to ask yourself, is this true? Do I really not know enough? And okay, the first route would be number one, you actually don't know enough. Maybe that's the truth in the situation. Maybe you've taken a weekend course in something and you kind of know about the subject, um, but you don't feel 
like you know enough. And when you reflect and you truly don't know enough, it's not a mindset thing. It's an actual, you need a bit more training or you need to dig into this area a little bit more. If that's the case, okay, that's the, that's the time to do an upgrading course. That's the time to invest in a program. That's the time to read books and keep learning about this subject. But I'm going to stress here that you're doing that this as you're growing your business. You're not trying to do the course and upgrade and read the books and then starting. You're doing this as you're going. Because let's be honest, you're really never going to know enough. You know, in life, we're not going to know everything. There's only always going to be more areas that we can grow, more we can know. So there's never going to be this like aha moment or place where you're like, you know what? I know enough now. I know everything. (laughs) You'll probably just know enough for where you're at at that time. And that's the place you can start helping clients from. So again, just to summarize, if you truly feel like you don't know enough, sure, go ahead and get the upgrading, do the courses, but do it in conjunction with still moving forward in your business. And then number two, if you ask yourself, is this true? Do I really not know enough? And you start thinking, no, actually, I do know enough. I do have my personal experience and my story. And, um, you know, I took these courses on this subject and I really do have a good handle on it. I might just not be able to help my client at step 10, but I definitely could help them, you know, steps one to to five. You know, I can help them get to a place where they're feeling a lot better. And then maybe you can refer to another practitioner that's going to help them go that next extra mile with whatever health issue they have. So I just want to reiterate that we are human. We're always learning. We're always growing. So it's normal to have that feeling of, I don't know enough. I just don't want to want it to stop you from actually moving forward. Um, And again, this is like the number one thing I hear from you guys. So really sit with yourself and ask yourself, you know, is this true? And if it is, you know, do something to to give yourself the education. And if it's not true, ask yourself how you can actually move past this. How can you show yourself that you do know enough? Maybe this is um, when you're at Uh, an event with friends or family and some kind of topic about nutrition comes up, you confidently speak about what you know. And the more that comes out of your mouth, you're showing yourself, wow, I really do know a lot about this topic. Or maybe you just sit down and you um, kind of brain dump everything you know about this topic and really reinforce that you do have knowledge in this area. Or maybe if you've already worked with clients, um, but you feel like you really don't know enough, you can actually go back and look at past testimonials from these clients to show you that you've helped people, you've um, given them transformation, and you really do know what you're doing. So whatever kind of social proof you need to have to show yourself that you do know enough, really put some time and energy into that. But also know deep down that as a human, we're going to grow and we're going to learn more. So meet your clients um, from where you're at, right? You don't have to help them at level 10 if you're still at level one. Help them from that place. And there's enough practitioners in the world to help them at the next um, stage that they need to go. So please start shifting that I don't know enough mentality. Um, Again, it's not worth getting stuck in that area. And I promise you that you do know enough. The amount of times that somebody tells me I don't know enough and we start talking about a subject, I am blown away how much people actually know. And something that I really want to point out, and please let this stick in your mind, is that sometimes we feel like we don't know enough because we're in the world of nutrition and we're a practitioner and we're following other practitioners that are highly educated on these subjects. But sometimes our clients aren't at the same level where we are. 
So we can't always <laughs> tell ourselves that we don't know enough because we're not at the level of, you know, the practitioner that's been in it for 10 years. Remember that your clients might be starting at a place where they're at step one, right? So we have to meet them where they're at too. And, you know, that gives us the opportunity to meet them where they're at and continue to grow our knowledge base as we are working with them, right? So you can start with someone at step one. And if you only have knowledge up to step three, keep reading books you know, take the chorus, do the upgrading while you're working with people, gain that extra knowledge base and start applying it to your clients. Number two is I don't have enough time. Okay. How many, how many times have you heard yourself saying, I don't have enough time? I can honestly put my hand up at this one. I'm guilty of saying, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. My schedule is full, so on and so forth. Um, This one can run my life a lot of the time. And it's not that I don't have time. Sometimes it's that I'm not using my time wisely. So I want you to ask yourself this question, and this is no judgment. I'm not sitting there judging you if you're scrolling Instagram for 10 hours a day, but Really ask yourself, is it that I don't have enough time or am I not using my time in the right way? And usually when I look at this and I think about, okay, I'm feeling really busy this week. I'm really crunched on time. Where am I spending my time? I can usually find that, you know, because I'm in a higher stress mode, I'm probably scrolling Instagram or Facebook more just to shut down and shut my brain off for a little bit. I'm probably watching a little bit more TV. I'm probably, you know, spending time on things that I don't need to be spending so much time on because I feel overwhelmed and I feel like I have no time. So it's like this weird catch 22 or this weird circular thing where I don't have enough time. So I do these mind numbing things to give myself less time, which reminds me I have no time. (laughs) I'm not sure if you can relate, but this is something that happens to me a lot. So if you are constantly saying, I don't have enough time, please start looking at the activities you're doing throughout your day. Um, If you want to be really specific about this, write down the activities you do for one or two full days. So this could be everything from like, maybe if you're a parent and you feel like you have no time because of your kids, maybe it's, you know, you woke up at 7am, you're logging that down, you're logging when the kids got up, you're logging the time that you made them breakfast and drove them to school and came back home. And then the time that it took you to unload the dishwasher and giving yourself a framework and a timeline of how long these things are actually taking and seeing where there's some time in the day, like buckets of time, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, where you did something that maybe wasn't super productive towards your end goal. So again, that might be watching TV, scrolling Instagram, whatever it might be that sucks up your time. We want to start looking at that. Um, And we want to start not criticizing ourselves about that at all. That's not what I want you to do. But I want you to start seeing how you might be able to change your habits around how you're actually spending your time in order to free up more time to work on your business. Um, With the time thing as well, you really want to make sure that you are not spending time on your business, but on the wrong things. So this could be something like spending um, two or three hours tweaking a handout for a client or spending, you know, three or four hours slaving over a meal plan or spending, you know, popping on Instagram every once in a while to check your feed. I mean, I'm super guilty of that, but it's not productive. It's not moving the end goal. 
What would be more productive is setting yourself up with time blocks throughout your day where you do things like check in on Instagram. And when you're checking in on Instagram, you're doing it with a lot of purpose in mind. So you're logging on. If you had posted something earlier that day, you're responding to people's um, comments on your posts. Maybe you're putting a story up on Instagram. Um, if you're on Facebook, maybe you're replying to um, people's uh, messages in your inbox. The way I like to look at this is that you're doing the income generating activities. You're making time for the income generating activities. So again, replying to comments on Instagram, putting new content on there, things like that. That is what's going to attract new people in the business. Um, that's going to create more of a community. Um, and that is what's going to really drive the needle forward. Not the scrolling mindlessly that is really just feeding something within us <laughs> that needs some some like soul food, right? Um, it's not really moving, again, that needle in our business forward. So the time that you do have, really look at how you can spend that more intentionally. Um, I see all the time, and I kind of already mentioned this, you know, the tweaking of the handouts, the tweaking of the website, the tweaking of all of these things in our business um, to the point we're, where we're trying to make it perfect. And this really perfectly leads to my next point that sometimes, you know, mindset block number three, sometimes we feel that everything has to be perfect before we get started. Oh gosh, I can put my hand up at this one yet again because I know how easy it is to get in perfection mode where the handouts aren't ready, the forms aren't ready, the website doesn't look great enough, my newsletter is only half done, you know, my email is only half written, and you're waiting on all of these pieces to come together and everything to be perfect and polished with a nice bow on top before you actually put it out into the world. And this is sabotaging you. The need for perfection is sabotaging you. And I say this as a recovering people pleaser, as a recovering perfectionist. Um, honestly, there is no room for perfection in business. I'm going to say that again. There is no room for perfection in business. And that's not to say that you're showing up in a messy way and you're throwing things together and everything's discombobulated and is like subpar. That is not what I'm saying here. What I am saying is that Every, at every chance you get, try to do the best quality you can, but know that nothing is ever going to be perfect. So you have to be okay with things being okay. You have to be okay with your website looking the way it does until you can hire a designer to make it look a bit better. You have to be okay with the newsletter or blog post you just wrote that maybe doesn't sound incredible, but it sounds good enough. You have to be okay with creating a handout for a client that maybe doesn't look like the type of work you'd want to give, but you have to start somewhere and then keep improving from there, right? We have to start with the first model or the first draft in order to make it better. And that's not meaning that we're always striving for perfection. That we're always like, well, here's the base model. I'm just going to keep making it better until it's perfect. You know, I think we just need to drop the idea that perfection even exists. I don't think we're ever going to get to that place. Just like the, I don't know enough, you know, we're never really going to know enough. We're never going to be perfect. And we just have to be okay with that. We have to know that no one's asking us to be perfect and no one's require, requiring for us to be perfect. And that's a really big one. I think the perfectionism comes in because we're so afraid that if our clients see some kind of crack 
in the business and maybe a handout doesn't look right or something's not completely done um, or we haven't shown up a thousand percent for them, we, we have this feeling like we are a fake or we're an imposter. So what we try to do is make everything perfect and polish so that nothing bad can be said, right? You've shown up and you've done everything to the T, everything is perfect, but you know, it's just not possible. And it's really going to drive you insane if you're trying to make everything to that place of perfection. Um, I will tell you honestly, you know, even kind of going back to the, I don't know enough point or that, you know, I need to be perfect. I need to know everything. Um, I had a lot of scenarios when I was working with my nutrition clients where they would ask me a question about a subject and I honestly wouldn't know the answer. You know, I'm, I remember I learned it in school. I have a vague recollection, um, but I don't really know the answer. And my approach to this was never to lie, never to make it up, never to pretend that I knew. My approach was to always say, that's a really great question. Um, I, I'm not sure of the answer or, you know, I know a little bit about that subject, but I want to make sure I get you the best answer. So let me go ahead and do a bit of research and I'll get back to you. And just even knowing that that language was available to me and that that scenario for me to say, hey, I actually don't know a lot about that subject, but let me find out for you. That cleared up so much mental space for me because no longer was I worrying about, oh gosh, I don't know enough. What happens if they ask me a question I don't know? Or what happens if I come off as like not knowing enough or not being perfect or not being um, an expert on this? And you know, whenever somebody would ask me something and I would say, I don't know, nobody ever criticized me. There was no question about it. I would say, if anything, all of my clients felt grateful that I didn't lie, that I didn't make things up, and that I wasn't trying to be this perfect practitioner, but yet I was just being real. So I'm really going to encourage you to drop the perfectionism, to drop that idea that everything has to line up and be you know, prim and proper and polished in order for you to put things out into the world. Nobody's expecting that from you. So do your very, very best, but remember that there's always room to grow. Okay, number four for the mindset block that might be sabotaging you. And now we're kind of moving into more, I guess, energetic ones or things that, you know, might be coming up because of um, past issues or past traumas or confidence issues or, you know, lots of kind of maybe some of the deeper stuff that's going on for us individually. Um, and this one is things don't work out for me. Okay. So let's get into this. So things don't work out for me. How many times have you found yourself, you know, maybe you reached out to somebody you thought could be a client and they, they canceled or they didn't sign up. And then you said to yourself, well, of course, because things don't work out for me. Or, yeah, I kind of thought that was going to happen because usually things don't work out. Or just that idea that, you know, why should that happen for me? You know, why should this good thing happen to me? And I know we're kind of going a little bit deeper here, but I think this is one that happens to us um, in our lives and in our businesses. And usually our businesses are a function of our lives and our lives are a reflection of how we run our businesses. They kind of go hand in hand. So if we have this belief in life that things don't work out for me, you better believe this is going to be a belief in your business. 
So if a client doesn't book in, doesn't show up, if um, let's say you had a partnership with a business and something happens and it doesn't follow through, um, if you had an opportunity to do a workshop and things just didn't actually work out logistically, and now you start to internalize it that, of course, it didn't work out. I'm not meant to have success. So this is a great opportunity for you to shift this mindset. And the thing that I want to say about, about this specifically is that the, the way we're thinking here when we say things don't work out for me is that we're, we're in that mentality of things are happening to me. They're happening to me. You know, the closed doors, oh, of course, because I don't deserve that. Or the client that missed a payment or canceled, of course, because it's happening to me. And we put ourselves a bit in that victim state where, of course, things wouldn't work out, right? We just keep reinforcing that in our heads. So we're saying this is happening to me. And the way I want you to flip this is to start saying that things are happening for me. So instead of things are happening to me, things are happening for me. And this isn't to say that, oh, well, this happened because, you know, I'm a terrible person and it's a big lesson. It's to say, here's the experience that's happening at hand. And I have the opportunity to see how this is serving me in a bigger way. So if it's a workshop that didn't work out, how is this happening? Why is this happening for me? What can I learn here? So maybe logistically the website, or sorry, the website, the workshop wasn't set up properly. How can I next time set it up in a really solid way so that it doesn't fall through next time? Or if a client cancels or if a client has a missed payment, how is this happening for me? Well, now I know that maybe I need a client contract in place. I didn't have one previously, so people weren't showing up or paying. And now I know that I need this. So we're starting to look at these opportunities instead of feeling, again, that victim state. We're starting to expand a little bit and think, you know, how can I open myself up and see how everything that's happening in this world is an opportunity for me to grow? It's an opportunity for me to expand and to see how I might be able to, yeah, just really grow as a human being and see that these things in life or business are really happening for me. So it might sound really simple, but it's a really, really powerful mindset shift to make. Um, and I promise you that this will help to change you from more of that negative energetic state to a positive one where you feel like things are possible and that everything is happening in your best interest. Okay, so we're at the last mindset block now. And this one, I think I've said this probably a million times. I'm sure you guys have said this a million times, but it's important that we dig into it. So number five, this is too hard. This is too hard. Running a business is too hard. You know, working for myself is too hard. Starting, you know, a nutrition practice, it's too hard. How many times have you said this? Um, I mean, I catch myself every so often having a breakdown. I'll be perfectly honest, you know, the entrepreneurial journey, some weeks I feel on top of the world, things are awesome, I'm bringing clients in, my bank account's happy, and then there's something happens, and there's a plunge, and things are not going well, and everything feels too hard. Just like I said last time, that mentality of things are happening to me, I go into the victim mode of this is too hard. It's not working out. I don't have enough time for this. You know, I'm not perfect. I don't know enough. Okay, all of those mindset things spiral because I feel like this is too hard. It feels complicated. 
And I know you feel this way too, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. If you had everything figured out, you wouldn't need me. (laughs) You wouldn't need this podcast. So I know that you feel that things can be really hard. And I just want to say that I hear you and I see you and I, I understand because I can get in that mentality too. But I want you to remember that just like I said before, things are happening for you. And everything that is worth working for is going to be a little bit difficult. So if this was easy and everybody could start a business, there would be a million businesses around the world. And I mean, there technically are a million businesses, but every single person would be an entrepreneur. But what I want you to know is that it takes a really special person to be an entrepreneur. It takes a really special person to wake up every day and to know that things are going to be hard. Things are going to be tough. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be blocks. You're going to self-sabotage. You're going to compare yourself, but you are going to keep going. Okay? So my antidote to this is too hard is, yeah, it is hard. It's freaking hard, but you're going to keep going because you want this, because you're meant for this, because you have to help people, because it's in your DNA to do this. So yeah, it's hard, but that's okay. It's not going to be easy. And I know I I wanted to bring this up because it's something that some of my other entrepreneurial friends and I will laugh about. um, But that idea of, you know, um, make your 100K month, make your 10K month. And it's really big in the coaching industry right now to be talking about, you know, make your, let's say, 50K month. And as a new coach or as a new nutritionist coming into this online field of um, health and wellness and nutrition, to not make... 50k right off the bat when people are telling you make 50k that can feel really discouraging you start to think why is it so easy for them and why is it so hard for me right so i just want to dispel the myth that likely you probably will not make a 50k month if not until maybe 10 years down the road from where you are right now depending where you're at in your business but this is not the norm what i want you to think about is number one just to talk about the the 50K thing a little more. Number one, remember how much did somebody actually spend to make a month at that big of an income level? So maybe they spent $20,000 on ads. Maybe they had a team working behind them for $10,000. Who knows how much, right? At the end of the day, how much did they actually bring home? So that's not to put down the hard work for someone that actually makes, you know, 50K a month. But realistically, you know, how much did they output to bring that in? And also, it's usually not realistic right off the bat. For a lot of us, it's going to take us time to build a community, to build an audience, to get clients in, to start understanding how we work, to start getting in the flow. It's going to take a lot of time to get into this place. So if it feels hard right off the bat, it's probably because it is hard. And I will say five years in, it's still hard. And when I started out, making $1,000 a month felt like a lot to me. So, you know, we have to dispel the myth that it's going to be easy right away. Money's going to be rolling in. Clients are rolling in. That's usually not the case. And this is not for me to make you feel like, well, what's the point then? It's to illustrate to you that if you stick with it, if you show yourself consistently that you can do this, if you get up every day and put the effort in, things will start flowing. It just takes a little bit of time. So if it feels hard right now, just know that it's part of the process, but it's not going to feel this hard forever. 
That being said, at every single level, you're going to have new challenges. Just like I said at the beginning, you know, my mindset blocks are very different now than they were when I first started out but they're still valid. So what you're going through now at the beginning, it's valid. You have to work through these mindset blocks. You have to ask yourself, you know, are these thoughts, are these feelings true? Do I have to believe them or can I change my state? Because if you don't address them now, they're only going to get deeper and the root is only going to go down lower unless you address them at this point in your business. Okay. Because they're just going to keep getting bigger and they're going to move to different levels. The, the, Mindset blocks are just going to increase in size as you continue. So if you can nip it in the bud right now and really understand, you know, a little bit more about how you work and how you can show up and a little bit more about, you know, your mindset around this, you're going to have more success if you can talk yourself out of some of these self-sabotaging behaviors right now. So just to go over this again, The five blocks, I don't know enough. Yes, you freaking do. (laughs) You know enough. I'm just going to say that over. You do know enough. Don't minimize what you know, okay? Number two, I don't have enough time. I'm going to argue that we all have the same 24 hours a day. And of course, some of us have family. Some of us have relationships. Some of us have animals, whatever it is that take more of our time. But you need to be accountable to where you're spending your time and start spending it a bit more wisely. Spend it on the income generating tasks, the things that are bringing clients in and leave the rest for later. You don't have to do everything in one day. Schedule yourself out, put blocks of time in your day and use it wisely. That kind of leads us to number three. Everything has to be perfect. Please, girl, no, it doesn't. (laughs) You don't have to have everything perfect. Please, there is nothing such as perfection in this world. We're all a work in progress. We're all figuring it out as we go. So it doesn't need to be perfect. Um, You just try your very best, show up as you can, give as much value as you can, but know at the end of the day that no one is expecting perfection from you. So don't expect it from yourself. Number four was things don't work out for me. Again, we're kind of more in this like deeper mindset now of like, this feeling things don't work out in my life, things don't work out in relationships, so things won't work out in my business. I really want you to stop stop being in victim mode. Um, I know that might sound harsh, but get out of that victim mode and remember that things are happening for you and not to you, right? The world's not against you. No one's out to get you. You have to shift out of that. Things are happening to me. Things are terrible and start looking at what can I see in this situation that's serving me in a bigger way and is helping me to shift into a different state. And then number five, this is too hard. And I know this one was a little bit of tough love. I just said, yep, things are hard. (laughs) This is so true. But even if it's hard, you need to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a bigger purpose. And you really need to know why you're doing this and what's driving you to want to have a business of your dreams so that when the going gets tough and when things feel hard, you can drive yourself to that end goal. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I mean, just even me talking it out gave me a whole bunch of confidence to remember that when these little mindset gremlins come up, we don't have to listen to them, right? Our mind is really a separate part of our body. It's not who you actually are. It's kind of this chatterbox that will keep going and will just keep <laughs> keep kind of saying its piece, um, hoping that you're going to listen 
And a lot of the time we do, we listen to the thoughts in our head, we let them take over, we let them sabotage. So you really need to separate yourself from those thoughts a little bit and see them for what they are and make a choice of how you want to actually act around these thoughts if you want to continue believing them or if you want to change the pattern. This is really up to you. This is the harder work, but I promise you that mindset, um, mindset work and mindset blocks um, are the big thing in your business that are probably blocking you from success. It's not always the strategy. A lot of the time it's you as a person and the beliefs you have. So the more you can understand who you are and really get ahead of these beliefs, the more success that you're going to have. So if you are looking for some support with your nutrition business right now, you're ready to get some mindset support, you're ready to get some community support, you're ready to work with a coach and a mentor who has been there, done that, and you really want to start this now, like you're ready to just get the business going It's not about perfection. You're not using time as an excuse. You're knowing that things are going to work out for you. I want to remind you that my Launch Your Nutrition Biz group program is open for enrollment right now. We're starting July 8th, and it's a 10-week program to help you start and launch your nutrition business from scratch. We go through everything from getting clear on your niche and who you want to work with, we um, create your programs um, for your nutrition business and your pricing. We help you build a marketing plan and get set up on social media. We also even create your website and your newsletter together. And then we launch this baby to the world. So it's really bringing you from the place of, you know, starting from scratch or having at least a few pieces in your business built up to the place where you have put it out there. It's launched, no excuse, and you're starting to bring in clients and you're really showing yourself that you can do this. If you want this feeling, if you want to get your business started, if you're ready to start working towards that end goal and stop playing into some of these mindset blocks or self-sabotaging blocks that are going on, I want to invite you to go over to stephanielong.ca slash group program. Like I said, I'm now enrolling. I have a few spots left for the July enrollment, and I won't be running this again till October. So if you want to get in now, I'm running some clarity calls. I'd be happy to chat with you on the phone. So if you go again to stephanielong.ca slash group program, there's a button there, book your clarity call, and I will chat with you soon. Talk to you later, guys. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.